This is a Kitty Pod production. From Television City in Hollywood. Hey, man! I'm your pre-owned. I don't fool with no horses, boy. He's a habitual line stepper. Any savage at all, your mustache is crooked. Come on, man. What the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Oh my good, goodness gracious! Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. I demand the hour, the man of the power, too sweet to be sour. Plausibly live, but recorded in parts. From the rolling hills of Saratoga County, New York, it's the one, the only, Keep It To Yourself podcast. And now, here's your host, Jason Bullock. I have no idea who he is. But he was dug and dug. All right, that's enough, Morgan. Andrew White, welcome. It is episode 124 of the Old Kitty Pods you just heard. It is on the verge of Memorial Day weekend here in the United States of America. I'm recording this on Friday, May 28th, 2021. And I certainly hope that this is a happy and safe Memorial Day weekend for you coming up right here and now. I'm going to talk about the day and its significance, at least in my mind anyway, when I do the one more thing commentary bit at the end of the show. But first up, social media plugs. You can follow this podcast on Twitter at keep underscore podcast. You can also email the show, the world's not so loneliest email after all. K-I-T-Y-Pod at gmail.com. I'll tell you why in a little bit. There's also the Keep It To Yourself Facebook page. You can look for shows there when they get on the interwebs. Also, my true crime podcast, CR Crime. I just did an episode on Suzanne Lyle to honor the month of May, which has been Missing Persons Month here in America. We'll get to other posh house in just a moment. Actually, towards the end of the show, I should say. And now we go to the vanity portion of this podcast. And this is where I tell you what has happened in the life of one J. Michael Bullitt since last he spoke and you listened. And hoy polloi, has this been a week. First off, I gotta give a shout out here. And I got to shout out Jeslyn Beebe, well, Jeslyn Bell, formerly Beebe, nay Charbonneau, fellow Saratoga Springs High School classmate of mine. The year 2021, believe it or not, marks 20 years since we graduated high school. And I have been in the process of helping to organize our 20-year reunion. Right about mid-August, so there's going to be a big event going on. The big one, the centerpiece of it is going to be a family-friendly BYO picnic at Saratoga Spa State Park. We're looking to rent out a pavilion or do something of that nature near the Hall of Springs. And we're going to have their classmates. A lot of us have settled down, raised families since our 10th reunion. A lot of water under the bridge. And there's going to be other events, family-friendly and, well, adults only, that are going to be taking place throughout the weekend. I'm looking forward to it. I'm just as nervous of how things are going to go, how many people are actually going to show up. So if any of my classmates are listening, get ready for invites at about the next week or two. Also going on during the weekend, I've been making the pop for a new car, or looking to do so anyway. It's about time I trade in my car. I've had it for almost five years. It'll be in August, since uh, five years since I got it, believe it or not. So 
So we're doing car shopping here. I've been going to a number of dealerships last weekend, and I'm planning to go to one this morning as I record this. Going to test drive a Hyundai Kona SEL. I think I test drove the base model last week. My dad went with me for the bulk of it on Sunday. I went to one myself on the Saturday, and that was Keeler Honda. Tried the HRV Sport. I was going to try like one of the higher tr price trims, but the salesman told me they didn't have any in stock. And the next month, that might be different, but I might have a new car by then, so it could be all by the by. Anyway, I've been having a lot of discussion with my dad over the phone about what to do, so I just heard from him recently while I was originally recording this segment. And at that point, he told me, well, the power seats, the heated seats can be put in aftermarket. I'll discuss that with the salesman at this Hyundai dealership. I'm not going to mention the name of it here. Not a sponsor. Also, back to organizing events, ever so briefly, I wound up seeing if there's going to be a Summer of Little. This is for the Tony Kornheiser show. The week before our high school reunion, there's going to be another gathering. I'll be among seemingly complete strangers as Summer of Little 3.1 will be in full effect after we had to cancel last year's events due to the pandemic. Back in 2019, it was a bit of a disaster. Hopefully, things go smoothly this time around. I tried to rope fellow little Frank Sicari into it that time with, you know, housing at Franklin High Social Club, but it's open too early to get staff at that time. So, well, unfortunately, Frank, if you're listening, we had to freeze you out. Sorry, bud. Looks like Saratoga will be at the racetrack. We're in the process of discussing a venue. We've already got the time and the date pre-planned, so no worries there. Now back to car shopping for a little bit. Comes into play here. This past Tuesday, I was out to be with my friend Dave and a group of mutual friends for dinner and trivia at this restaurant called Martell's in Albany. Also not a sponsor. So I went to this Hyundai dealership in Albany on Central Ave. And because my dad had tipped me off that they had the Hyundai Kona Limited. And it's all the stuff that I want. Keyless entry, a remote starter, you have the key in your pocket. All you got to do is push the button to turn on the ignition and you know away you go. Drive off hither, dither, and yither. And also heated seats, power seats, Sirius XM, satellite radio, all that stuff. Well, I go in for the salesman. I had to tell the host of this event, like, hey, listen, I didn't tell him exactly why. I said, I'm going to be a bit late. Save a seat for me. I didn't cancel the last minute. Don't worry. So I go in. I didn't even look at the vehicle. I just went to the sales department. The first guy there is like, hey, listen, I'm not looking to make the purchase right now. But I just want to see how much I get a train for the car I'm driving now if I were to do so. So he asked for my keys. And it was like a hostage situation, in my opinion, for like 10, 15 minutes. I could be exaggerating, but there you go. So about 10, 15 minutes later, he comes back. And he would offer me $9,000 if I were to do the trade-in right then and there. Now, I took a look at the Kelly Blue Book's website for the car that I'm driving now. In good, very good condition, over 60,000 miles. Kelly Blue Book was 12000 so I got lowballed on the offer. So I said, I'll give it a think, and then went on my merry way. And I'm going to see how much this other dealership is going to is going to offer me. So stay tuned on that. I could have a new set of wheels to start the summer. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the vanity portion of this episode. The following is an important public service announcement. Aliens! Every year at this time, the National Space Administration requires all aliens to register. 
Forms are available at your local post office. Those without forms must appear, however briefly, at the Bureau's astral offices on Nooker Street. Aliens, register now. All right, folks, there's a little treat for you this Memorial Day weekend. I'm going to answer the Tony Kornheiser Show Friday 5. Well, it's not part of the podcast, but I'm a member of two groups, one of which is called TK Little's Smart and Funny. And every Friday, as the name suggests, a selected member of the group picks out five questions for everybody to answer. Full disclosure, I'm going to do mine on the 11th of June. Looking forward to that. I've already drafted my questions. But Mike Mackler, one of the littles, has decided to come up with his own five. And it's all based around Memorial Day weekend. Nice little theme going here. So I'm going to answer the five questions as I wrote them and maybe expand on them somewhat. For the Memorial Day weekend. So here we go. In order. Question number one. Is there anyone, family, friends, etc. that you're honoring for Memorial Day? Well, I hate to give away part of the commentary. But just the same, I'm going to give you the answer right here. I'm going to be honoring my father, Arthur Bullitt Jr., formerly Arthur Bullitt III. And one of my uncles, I believe it's Uncle Sid, both Navy veterans. Well, as my dad's companion, Nancy, who was in the Army Medic Corps. And also high school classmates of mine with whom I graduated were classmates in rather close, varying degrees of relationships who were in various branches of the armed forces once they got out of high school or later on in life. And you guys know who you are. All right, question number two. Today, well, this weekend rather, is the Indianapolis 500. What's the highest attended sporting event you've ever attended? Well, I put in back in 1993, 14th of August, and it was Reggie Jackson Day at the old Yankee Stadium. Not the current, the old Yankee Stadium. It was 14th of August, 1993. The Yankees were taking on the Baltimore Orioles. I got to see Cal Ripken Jr. in the middle of his consecutive game streak, which he would break two years later. There were over 52,000 people in attendance, all told, including yours truly, my dad, as I mentioned earlier, and some guy who looked like Murray Lender I was sat next to. He offered me a peanut. A little stranger danger in the Bronx. New York City was a lot different in 1993 than it was now. The Yankees decided to retire his number 44 in honor of Mr. October getting into the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown that summer. I don't know what happened to the poster. They were giving those away. Some of those posters turned into paper airplanes and landed in the outfield by the time the game was over. So imagine all the talent I got to see, the future Yankees that were core of the dynasty later on in the decade, the turn of the millennium. You know, I got to see Bernie Williams. I got to see Paul O'Neill. Jorge Posada would join the team a year later. Derek Jeter was still in the minors. I don't know why I mentioned them. I probably saw he Actually, Jeter came in about the beginning of 94. He was a cup of coffee with the Albany Colony Yankees. So there you go right there. Great answer. All right, question number three. Tonight, or this weekend, well, after the Indy 500, is the Coca-Cola 600, the longest race on the NASCAR Cup schedule. What's the longest-running hobby or interest that you have? This was a difficult one to try and answer here. So I said sports, why not? One of the other guys mentioned uh, self-pleasuring, and that's the last you'll hear of it here. History, especially American history pre-the-1970s, and that little period before the Civil War, 
actually after the Civil War and pre-1970s, and also television and radio pre-1990 before Clinton came in and started fucking everything up. I developed some new hobbies too, but he didn't ask for that. Okay, chess. I've started playing chess thanks to the Queen's Gambit. Okay, question number four. A few drivers have done the double, running the Indy 500 and Coke 600 in the same day. What's the longest car trip you've ever driven? Not road, driven. And I put in August of 2019, go back to episode 83 for how all that went down. A little Cape Cod craziness. Hyannis hijinks. No Martha's Vineyard mayhem or vineyard. Hello. No, I'm keeping that. It was August 2019 to... Meet up with my sister, her husband, and my nephew in this rented cottage on Cape Cod. Driving from the rolling hills of Saratoga County all the way to Cape Cod. Never revere. 261 miles all told. With obvious bathroom and meal breaks, I did not go into the rest area. I made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Got a banana at this Love's truck stop in Canaan, New York, right before I crossed the border. That way I could... Save some money and avoid extortion at the toll plazas. Not the toll plazas, the rest areas. Why can't I talk today? Jeez whiz. Anywho's, it's on to the last question here. Episode 5 and final. And of course, it's Memorial Day weekend. Any travel plans? Well, other than going to my friend's house on Sunday for a barbecue, that was about it. I'll tell you about what went down and what didn't go down. In the next episode of the Old Kitty Pod. And before we go, let's get to the closing portion of the show. We'll do some pod shout outs here at the back end. First up, Greens from Allentown, Peter Winston, took a look at an episode of Smoky Mountain Wrestling, August 20th, 1994, as a tribute to the late wrestler New Jack, who passed away recently. And there was the episode of Smoky Mountain Wrestling where he made his debut as part of a tag team called The Gang Studs. Not The Gang Stirs, The Gang Studs. Without the hard R. And GFA Live also took a look at WrestleFest 88 WWF. Old school. Most recent episode of the Sportscasters. Steve Bennett talked with Pete Weber. Who does radio play-by-play for the Nashville Predators. And Buffalo radio personality Mike Shop. 24-inch podcast. Steve and Dave Rollins took a look at the match between Hulk Hogan and the Macho Man Randy Savage. That took place during the Christmas holidays of 1985 at Madison Square Garden. A classic match, all told. The Break It Down show came back from one week of hiatus. Do subscribe to the YouTube channel, by the way. I'll keep plugging that. Back to the audio portion. Tim Crookshank and Kathy Fuss provided some interesting conversation on the show this past week. And i got to give a shout-out to Chuck and Roxy, the Loyal Littles podcast, Chuck Elias, Dina Yagodich, a.k.a. Dina from Damascus, or Dina in Damascus, whoops, prepositional trouble and just recently Christopher Giannini were also part of the show there were some great interviews all of them check all those podcasts out and for this podcast you can listen on Apple Podcasts on Spotify on Google Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice pause breathe okay folks time for one more thing this is a little commentary episode to close it out and it is memorial day weekend in the united states as i mentioned at the top of the show this is a holiday that is set aside to remember those who gave their lives in battle so that we can live the lives that we live today 
You're probably asking yourself, well, Jason, have you had members of your family who are in the military? The answer is yes, I certainly do. My dad, Arthur Bullitt III, now Arthur Bullitt Jr., thanks to some discrepancy with his bank, but that's all by the by. My dad and one of my uncles were Navy veterans. My dad served on this long-since scrap-heaped ship called the USS Charles H. Rowan, the Jolly Charlie, they called it. And when I was about 19 years old, I, for the first time ever, I heard all these crazy stories of his time in the Navy when they were on their Mediterranean tour. Going to Barcelona, going to Rome, going to Malta, and all the stuff he had in terms of crazy adventures when he was back stateside on the mainland. Like trying to sneak an English car past my grandpa. Or the time he got lost in the New York Thruway and he and two of his Navy buddies had to spend the night in a New York Thruway toll booth in Buffalo because they went the wrong way on the Thruway. Those are some crazy stories there. First time I ever heard those, that was a hoot and a holler. Both my grandfathers, long since deceased, both fought in the United States Army in World War II. My grandpa, Bullet was a Purple Heart recipient, and that's the award you get when you're wounded in combat. I, he lived to tell the tale. I don't think, do you get it when you're dead? I really don't know, to be honest with you. Somebody will tell me. Anyway, my grandpa, Bullet received the Purple Heart because, to paraphrase Forrest Gump, one of the Japanese soldiers shot him in the buttocks. I think, they didn't know where they shot him, but... He got the Purple Heart, and that was it. My grandpa Todd Allen had the more interesting story of anyone in the family. My mom, God rest her soul, Lois Bullitt, told me that Grandpa Todd Al, this is Michael Todd Al, by the way, my maternal grandpa, the story went that he helped in building the Enola Gay, and this was the airplane that dropped the atomic bomb on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, Japan, in August of 1945. And the terror of atomic bomb and the threat that he was at the like you know when the war ended we got the cold war with the soviet union that they were going to send those type of missiles our way really spooked the hell out of them and he suffered for years thereafter in fact it led him to an early grave he passed away a month and a half before my mom and my dad or at least the people that would become my parents were to get married one of her uncles wound up giving her away at the wedding. There you go right there. I don't really have much to tell about my one of my uncles. My uncle Sid, by the way, is the other Navy veteran in our family. My dad's companion, a woman named Nancy, was an Army Medic Corps person. So we got a nice little rivalry going, especially towards the end of football season, right about mid-December, my dad's birthday. They have the traditional Army-Navy football game. I pull for Navy every time because of my dad. And I'm proud of him, not only for being my dad, but for being a veteran of the United States military. Also of note, my brother-in-law, Jim, his father was an Army veteran as well. I believe he served in Germany. And I've hoped to get a number of my classmates who are from high school who are military veterans themselves. You know, they've served in all branches of the military. Navy, Army, Air Force. Heck, one of them has been in the Marines. Hoorah! But regardless of which branch of the service you served, as a proud American, as a friend to a number of these people, if you're listening out there, I certainly thank you for your service, even though that phrase has been said to the point where it's just cliche. But I truly mean it. But we should support our veterans, not only through Memorial Day weekend, Veterans Day in November, but every day of the gall dang year. So thanks for listening. 
I hope all of you have a safe and happy Memorial Day weekend. I will talk to you on the next one, whenever that may be. And as always, and above all else, wait for it. Wait for it. Keep smiling. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Sit, boo-boo, sit. Good dog. <laughs> what in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here?